What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Fit Butte Report podcast. I'm your host, Christina. For those of you who are new, I would like to welcome you to the podcast. If you've been here before, hey, welcome back. Today's report is one that entrepreneurs, business owners, and beauty professionals can relate to on how independent beauty business owners, brand owners, have shifted in the wake of COVID-19. If that interests you, stay put. Coming back after this message. Welcome back, guys. Hey, we're at the end of April. It's April 29th, and I wanted to follow up on some beauty reports that I have been reporting on um, since earlier this week. The United States federal government hasn't lent them, and by them, I'm talking about beauty business owners, beauty business professionals, and anybody that sells cosmetics or a cosmetic procedure, much of any help. About 5% of American businesses have so far received loans under the Small Business Administration, 349 billion paycheck protection program, which was rapidly drained by distressed companies. And distressed companies are actual corporations who actually took the majority of the funding. The majority of the funding was funded to real estate, commercial franchises, and hotels, which expected to receive an additional windfall of $250 billion. So there is still going a second round of additional funding. This funding, the second round of funding, the $250 billion is intended for small business owners like beauty professionals and beauty brand owners. But that's kind of what the first round of, you know, loan money was supposed to be for, and it wasn't. There's been zero help to help beauty business owners and independent beauty brands since the government mandate of closing of businesses that were deemed as non-essential. Like many in service-based industries, which make up 25% of the U.S. workforce and employ more women than men. So this coronavirus, this government mandate, caused about 25% of the workforce to be unemployed. And that is huge impact to the economy, not to just beauty professionals, but just in general to what our economy is expected to happen in the future for these next six months. How will these people recover? How is business gonna change? How will business need to change What are these business owners' precautions are they going to take so that they can continue moving forward the remainder of this year? Hey guys, I want to thank you for listening to the Fitbit Report. All I ask is if you can leave a star review and comment or share this podcast with others. Keep listening. We'll be back after this message. So Java skincare pivoted during COVID-19. How did they do this? 
The fact that I'm speaking on other beauty businesses and beauty brands is for you to gain some value, gain some insight into how other brands are pivoting and what they are doing and how this has affected them. And maybe you can learn how to use some of this, some of these things that they have done in your own business. Stephanie Additon, founder and CEO of Java Skincare, sat down with CEW Cosmetic Executive Women to discuss how the brand has had to pivot its marketing and distribution plan and tweak its products to meet the needs of consumers during this time. All organic, all natural, and it's based on coffee, which is a great antioxidant for the skin and perfect for hydrating spending their time this year creating a refill bar for their distribution model, which is primarily wholesale brick and mortar spa to create an interactive experience where they can come in and refill their products. But just like you know, we just like you, we all know everything is closed and they've had to pivot and tweak. The way that they pivoted was by looking at where their cells were coming from. Online sales right now are incredibly important, but wasn't super robust for them. So they spent time creating ads and social media and information to use the products to keep up to date with the times right now. What they did, they went back to the lab on products that could be used during this time and found collaborators to collaborate with them. Collaborators such as Sons of Liberty. Sons of Liberty are a distillery in their local area where they were able to get all of the ingredients to create a hand sanitizer. Well, they're formulators. They get they got the products, so we worked together to donate over 3,000 bottles of hand sanitizers to medical professionals and maybe have one line for you to buy is what they're actually planning to do. Other things they have done is they've joined forces with other founders and friends because they're makers and they're creators and they're also struggling too. So they decided that what they could do was join forces and created a pamper in place survival box with different brands such as Seacoast Sweets, Sons of Liberty, Billy the Bee Foundation, that makes a honey that's to die for was also included in this survival pamper box. Putting it together in hopes that people would really enjoy the gifts and enjoy giving gifts to one another at this time because they can't see one another. So this is how they're coping and this is how they pivoted. We'll be right back after this message. Really, what is Stephanie is doing is something that many other beauty business owners should take into consideration. The fact that Stephanie and her business is collaborating with other founders and friends because they're creators and they're makers and they're hurting at this time tells you how much they are willing to lean on each other for productivity and to further each other's business Let's face it, everybody in business is hurting at this moment. And the one thing that you can do is come together in collaboration and collaborate among each other and find ways where everyone can make it out of this together. 
If you are not open to collaboration, maybe you should consider it now because now is the perfect time to choose collaboration over competition. So next up, how indie brand nature of things has shifted in the wake of COVID-19. Jamie Pillow, a co-founder of Nature of Things, which is a botanical herbal line that is used to treat the body from the inside out to alleviate stress, anxiety, and pain, naturally sat down with cosmetic executive women. And she said that prior to COVID-19, Nature of Things was working on getting the brand message out and onboarding all the retailers they had targeted for a launch and also planning some new launches to coincide with this summer. They were very fortunate to have been able to make progress on board with some of their favorite stores like Neiman Marcus, Shin Beauty, Detox Smart, ABC Carpet, and Home and re- recently launched in Europe with Niche Beauty. Now, since the shifting due to coronavirus, That's when most of the stores that they were in have been temporarily closed. And the strategy has shifted to online for both of those retailers and them, definitely. This has delayed launches, their packaging. Their packaging comes from Italy, which was severely impacted by the virus. They stated, our packaging comes from that area that was affected the most. Had an exciting new collaborating launch that was coming up, that was coming from the south of France and will drastically depend on delivery once the country opens up. Having to look at our business model to change from wholesale to direct to consumer. Some of our recent launches have happened, but some of them have not happened and some we have just gone ahead and launched into the detox market niche beauty is an online account that is delivering all over europe and recently with evolve they have been able to continue doing launches and it's interesting because we are still launching in areas where they're seeing a much success because of what's going on and as well as the content that they're producing for the brand experience. But because so much of what was counted on as a brand experience is really brick and mortal, motor, very tactile, that is the part that they're really having to shift and advance and adjust to online. Messaging has not had to change. Why? Because they are truly a company that is about alleviating stress, anxiety, and pain naturally. Primarily through bath immersions, couple skin treatments, and some digestible powders. So our type of business, which is wellness for people, are spending more time at home and looking for ways to take care of themselves which has given them an upper hand because people are really looking to relax, take baths, and they're looking for things that are calming their nervous system. And these products are really helping people stay relaxed and more calm during these times, which they are also providing live meditations on their lives. Noting, they also have not had to lay off any one of their team members. They have a very strong and lean and mean 
team. Plans to scale and expand might have to wait. They did plan on taking it slow and they're just going to go with a change of the business and they're going to have to change the business model to move forward. Cautiously, they're doing this and they're cautious with their spending, also knowing that D2C economy is going to be their primary driver of brand recognition and sales over the next several months. So that's where their investing will be in marketing. What they really want is for people to know that whether it's the consumer who's experiencing anxiety from the current situation to send them products to healthcare professionals. Yes, they are starting a new campaign which is their way of giving back. They're giving back to the professionals in the healthcare system by providing them with products so that they can alleviate their stress and their anxiety. Hey guys, I wanna thank, take a pause here to thank you for listening and let you know how much I appreciate you for lending me your ears. Stay put as I come back after this message. Now, Juice Beauty business. If you guys aren't familiar with who Juice Beauty is, let me just tell you, Juice Beauty is one of the most well-known organic beauty businesses in the market. Now, how COVID-19 has impacted Juice Beauty's business? Well, stay tuned. Karen Bank, founder, Juice Beauty, discusses how her business has been impacted by COVID-19 and what the future holds with CEW Cosmetic Executive Women. The original green, the OG of antioxidant skincare and plant-based makeup is what many have called Juice Beauty. COVID-19 has hit them very hard because all of their major retailers have shut down. Does it sound familiar? Continues to happen, right? It sure is. Juice Beauty will be 10 this year and 10 years with Ulta in all 1,200 stores. All 1,200 stores are temporarily closed. Yes, temporarily closed and we're missing them. Sephora Canada is another major retailer that's temporarily closed that they are also in. Dillard's, Bloomberg, Credo, Blue Mercury. All of these major retailers are temporarily closed And it is just very devastating because it's affecting their bottom line. What else could affect your bottom line? Of course, if you're not in all these major stores, orders have come to a screeching halt. Launches have been delayed and mainly because of deliveries and the lack of employees available to work in the labs at Juice Beauty. Juice Beauty manufacturers are in the Western Hemisphere and they get most of their organic ingredients from the Western region of the United States and of course of California. So ingredient supply has been very hit, hit very hard. Deliveries have slowed down. The labs have slowed down. So it's hit them not just a little hard, it's hit them a little bit hard because this is causing launches to be delayed and launches that are delayed means another hit to their revenue. So what are they doing to combat this? Well, they're still not done. There's still another issue, cash. But 
many beauty businesses are understanding how cash flow has impacted the business. From all the research that I've done and over everything from working with small business owners, I've realized that cash flow is very important when drastic, something drastic like this happens in your business and you're not able to continue business for a short amount of period of time. But fortunately for Juice Beauty, they have money in the bank. So they have cash flow, but she is definitely trying to tell everybody to be very conservative with their cash and be monitoring it and watch your accounts receivable very closely. Make sure to act very quickly if anything changes and you're not able to keep up with your cash flow and accounts receivable. She also applauds her management team for being very quick to act on the response of COVID-19 so that they could make decisions properly. What they are trying to do now is extend their sales strategies, which is expected to move into the next 90 days and to pay extremely close attention to their outreach so it can simultaneously be relevant, empathetic, and productive. The next 12 months will be some of the most defining moments in beauty business and in the future of the beauty professionals. I do believe that it's going to be a comeback because every time that there's a setback, there's a comeback. But during these times, it's going to be a little bit different. Business does have to change. It's going to be have to be conducted a little bit differently. And you're definitely going to have to take precautions to letting your customer know that you are taking precautions against COVID-19 so that they can feel safe and they can feel secure by receiving your services. Collaboration will be something that has never been done or seen before by many beauty brands and other influencers in marketing and also in just the beauty space in general. These collaborations will be seen as much success so that we can lean on one another and learn from one another during these trying times. As more announcements continue to be released, I plan to bring you guys 60 seconds of the Fitbit report, which will go live on IGTV on all the updates from the podcast I share on here. As always, guys, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Christina, the Fitbit reporter. Until next Wednesday, peace and love always.